0: Hello and welcome to The Top Story, a podcast with the headlines of the day from our correspondents around the world. I'm Do Yu. Coming up in this edition, more air and artillery strikes are reported in northern Gaza as Israel's ground offensive continues. International defense and military leaders are in Beijing for a forum to discuss defense and security issues. And devastating hurricane Otis has killed at least 48 people in Mexico. We start from the Middle East. Palestinian media have reported more air and artillery strikes in northern Gaza as Israel's ground offensive continues. Israeli air strikes hit areas near several hospitals in the region early Monday. Meanwhile, Palestinian militants clashed with Israeli forces in a border area east of the city of Khan Yunis. Israel has entered what it calls the second phase of its operation against Hamas. The intensified attacks come amid mounting international calls for a humanitarian pause to allow aid into Gaza. At least 9,500 people have died so far in the conflict. Sam Metnik has more from Jerusalem.
1: It is the second phase of the war. According to what Netanyahu said, Israel is expanding its uh, invasion into Gaza. However, it didn't call it a full-scale invasion yet. It hasn't said that that has begun. It's unclear when they say that will start. But in the last 24 hours, Israel said that it has struck 450 targets. It also said that it has killed Hamas militants, particularly along the border with Gaza and with Israel. Israel is saying that there are two objectives for this phase of the war. One is to completely destroy Hamas. The other is to get back the hostages. There are some 220, more than 220 hostages in Gaza right now. They were taken when Hamas stormed Israel on October 7th. More than 1,400 people have been killed in Israel since the war began. Most of them were killed on that day. As the situation increases, Israel is urging Palestinians to surrender. On Sunday, they dropped leaflets over Gaza saying to people to lay down their weapons, hold a white flag, and listen to the instructions from Israel's army. Israel's army, was. Israelis were saying to the Palestinians that Hamas leaders are exploiting them. They said in these flyers that Hamas leaders were trying to save themselves and that the civilians in Gaza were going to die for no reason. Since the beginning of the war, nearly one and a half million people have been internally displaced. The Ministry of Health, which is run by Hamas, said that more than 8,000 people have been killed and that the situation is getting more and more dire before the war the humanitarian crisis was always already bad in Gaza. About 500 trucks would go in a day. The amount of trucks has drastically decreased. People are running out of food, water, and fuel for electricity and power. Israel has denied the fact that there is a shortage of water and food. However, they said that in the coming weeks they are going to let in more aid to the south of Gaza. They did say that they opened two water pipes in southern Gaza, but the Associated Press is unable to independently verify if either of those are working.
0: That was Sametnik in Jerusalem. Many countries have been sending their diplomats to Egypt to discuss humanitarian support for the Palestinians. On Sunday, U.S. Special Envoy David Sanderfield and Belgian Foreign Minister Haja Labib held talks with Egyptian and Arab League officials. Cairo is seeking to increase the flow of aid to the Palestinians and broker a ceasefire. Al Mahouri has more.
2: After opposing an Arab-driven United Nations General Assembly resolution that called for a humanitarian truce in Gaza, the United States sent its Special Envoy for Middle East Humanitarian Issues, David Satterfield, to Cairo. During their in-depth talks, Egyptian Foreign Minister Sameh Shoukri voiced Egypt's disappointment about the limited flow of aid to Palestinians. The U.S. envoy vowed to intensify coordination with Egypt to ensure that stranded trucks on the Egyptian border would continuously and immediately access Gaza. On the other hand, Belgium's foreign minister, Hajalabib al came to the Egyptian capital after its country endorsed the UN's calls for a ceasefire. Her talks with Shukri saw the two sides agree on exerting joint efforts to prevent an expansion of the Israeli war on Gaza, as well as providing necessary protection of civilians. She also discussed Egypt's vision for reviving the Palestinian-Israeli peace process. The deterioration in humanitarian conditions was also the focus during the Belgian Foreign Minister’s talks with the Secretary General of the Arab League Ahmed Abulrit. They both rejected attempts to use a transfer policy to enforce the relocation of Palestinians away from Gaza. Egypt says it's pulling all diplomatic strings to give way for the biggest volumes of aid to reach Palestinians this week. The country is also aiming to broker a ceasefire agreement as well as lead efforts for a possible deal to exchange hostages.
0: That was Adel al Mahouri reporting. Moving on to China, defense and military officials from more than 90 countries, regions, and international organizations are attending the 10th Beijing Shangshan Forum. They are discussing defense and security issues. Zhao Fei takes a closer look.
3: This is a large gathering of the world leaders in the prospect of security. China's uh, Central Military Commission's Vice Chairman Zhang Yuxia has delivered a keynote speech on Monday's uh, opening ceremony. Uh, Zhang says, uh, covered about the current affairs that are happening, uh, including the crisis as well as the war that is happening in the world today. Uh, He says that uh, it takes a long way for the human beings to proceed uh, to peace. And uh, one of the reasons for that is the geopolitics. He mentioned about some countries are interfering in other countries' internal affairs. And also uh, he mentioned about the uh, color revolution and the proxy war. And uh, he also noted that the security uh, matters are indisparable between countries, citing the um, refugee crisis and many other security concerns. The solutions is the Global Security Initiative, uh, initiative proposed by President Xi Jinping, and he said uh, he also uh, reiterated China's firm stance um, uh, in multiple perspectives. He said that China will respect each other's, uh, each country's security concerns, and also uh, regarding the uh, questions that is relevant to China's uh, core interests, specifically uh, the Taiwan question. Jiang Yuxia says that the People's Liberation Army will firmly safeguard the country's territorial integrity.
0: That was Zhao Fei in Beijing. California Governor Gavin Newsom and his delegation have wrapped up their week-long China trip in Shanghai, where he visited Tesla's gigafactory. Chen Tong has details. As a California-born new energy car maker, Tesla is among the important stops California Governor Gavin Newsom has in Shanghai which is also the only event that was open to the media during his visit to the city. The Gigafactory in Shanghai, Tesla's first overseas plant, has the largest production capacity among the factories Tesla has around the globe.
2: I'm happy to to see the success of this facility, though we want to compete with this facility. I want more jobs in the United States. I want uh, want Tesla to continue to expand and grow. Uh, But at the end of the day, it's a global market. Uh, for all American automobile manufacturers, they're, they're exporting around the globe, and, and that's a very healthy thing for
0: all of us. Other private trips Newsom made in Shanghai included a meeting with government officials and the business leaders in Shanghai. That was Chen Tong reporting from Shanghai. Finally, in Mexico, devastating hurricane Artis has hammered the country's Pacific coast, killing at least 48 people. One of the worst-hit places, the beach town of Acapulco, is now picking up the pieces of touristic infrastructure that will be essential for its future. Alastair Bavistock has more.
4: Along Acapulco's famous seafront, residents of Mexico's most historic beach resort are looking at how this town can recover. The cost of the damage caused by the Category 5 hurricane has been estimated at as much as $15 billion. The federal government has promised to pick up some of the tab, but how this town comes up with the rest is uncertain. Acapulco is a beach resort whose economy depends almost entirely on tourism, but following this Category 5 hurricane, devastated touristic infrastructure, this is going to represent serious problems, not only in the short term for Acapulco, but economic problems in the medium to long term, as Acapulco works out how to welcome tourists back. Otis struck Acapulco ahead of the end-of-year high season and Max Cusnir, a leading voice in Mexico's tourism industry, now says the town faces some unhappy holidays. Acapulco will come to a complete standstill. It means that the vast majority of the town's population will have lost their jobs overnight. However, a town once favoured by Hollywood's greatest stars, from Frank Sinatra and Elvis Presley to Elizabeth Taylor, Kusnir says Acapulco's tragedy may now represent an opportunity for a return to its golden age. Acapulco had seen a decline in recent years, given its situation with security, so this will now be a watershed moment for the town to reinvent itself. If the government and private businesses want to relaunch Acapulco, they will achieve it. However, meteorologist Isidro Cano says in the face of a more extreme global climate, better preparation for such events is going to be vital as Acapulco rebuilds. In the future, we need to be more prepared ahead of the hurricane season. Following Otis, help was on its way, but it couldn't arrive because landslides blocked the roads. Authorities and plans must be in place ahead of events. As Acapulco begins its recovery, hopes here are for a return to its former glory, with the support needed from government and private investment to make it happen.
0: That was Alistair Bavastock in Acapulco, Mexico. Before we go, here's a recap of today's headlines. More air and artillery strikes are reported in northern Gaza as Israel's ground offensive continues, international defense and military leaders are in Beijing for a forum to discuss defense and security issues, and devastating hurricane Otis has killed at least 48 people in Mexico. That's it for this edition of The Top Story, a podcast that brings you world headlines every weekday. For more news in politics, business, sports, and culture, you can subscribe to The Beijing Hour, a one-hour podcast news magazine program. We welcome and appreciate all ratings and reviews. I'm Do Hongyu. Thank you for listening.